welcome to my show, Al Pairing Heart. My name is Val Flandon. I'm 26 from Costa Rica, and I'm currently in the beautiful state of New York. I am here prepared to meet all of you fellow au pairs and bro pairs. Honestly, everyone who is related to the au pair world is welcome here. I will be sharing some of my own experiences, but of course, I will have incredible guests that will be sharing with us all of their delightful stories as well. Welcome to Our Pairing Hearts. Let's begin. If you haven't heard the first episode, I recommend you go back and listen to it before you start this one. This is the second part of my first episode of Our Pairing Heart. And this is the conversation that we left hanging with two of the four guests we had last week. So enjoy. I wanted to know one thing that you wish you had known before you got here. Because now that I think about it, I never really cared about if a family had a dishwasher or not. But now for my extension year, I'm going to be like, um, if you don't have a dishwasher, how is this going to work? What are we going to do? One card, okay. only for the upper. That's really important for on-duty time and off-duty time. No sharing cards. I feel that that's very important when you... You know, some families don't have it because the city is very hard. You know, uh, if you expect to come to New York City, don't expect to have a car because host families there don't have cars. Sometimes yeah. not even for themselves because there is no parking. It's insane. Like, it's very hard to have a car. But like, if you're going to have an au pair that leaves 40 minutes away from the city and 20 minutes away walking from town to buy groceries or to buy herself a freaking coffee, Get your au pair transportation method. Get her a metro card. Get her uh, a car that she can drive. Like, I don't have a car my full time, but most of the time I use it. So it's not like they're like, oh, no, you cannot go anywhere. You have to find a, like, a way to do it. I feel like that's, it's a two-way thing, you know? Like, the family has to find ways to make the au pair feel comfortable. And transportation yeah. is very important. Like, your au pair wants to have a life. Your au pair is not a slave. She wants to have friends. She wants to go places. And she doesn't really have to tell you where she's going as long as she's safe. That is a sad point. Because now for quite uh, because the virus, I can go outside too much, but I go in. And the last year when never happened, nothing happened. The old family don't let me out for small things they told me yeah you have a car but when i am there they say no you can have it so many numbers Millet. yeah millet. so no and i say how can i oh, i can't do anything i am like one hour to the city and i am stuck here to do that nothing and I also didn't have my own bathroom. And mm. yes. it is important. It is, I mean, it is, the thing is that those things it, are not, I don't know about you, but it's not like uh, the agency sets those requirements. And at least in my agency, uh, the host family is not required to give you neither a car or like a bathroom. So No, it, it is not about the agency requirements for the host family. It's just something it would be nice or the future operas can have in mind before they come here that's right why yeah. I, I made the, the bathroom point clear because for me it was a deal and it was a pain on my neck the cleaning of the bathroom 
just to be one in the house and to live with a person. Oh no, they only had one in the whole really house. And to live with a family that wasn't real clean. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to hygiene. Say that I like, don't use... Yeah. They're not clean. They, you can say it. Hygiene. They're not clean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not the most clean people. That's what I want to say. So it was a pain on the neck for me to share bathroom. It yeah. was just one bathroom for the whole house. My room was only one bed and one homemade desk. It was literally two boxes and one uh, piece of wood on top. And that's it. Those little things that you really can't think about it because you or we are so excited. Yes, that's right. Overview the, of the whole experience you cannot think of details like that this is just one life experience and you pay for that yeah because i think i didn't have a worst experience ever but i also know and i'm sure that i didn't i didn't have the best one either yeah so. i i've read a lot about that how um some au pairs uh after living here they still have feelings of like PTSD. Can you believe getting PTSD from something that you should be like having a lot of fun and having like the best couple of years of your life? I think that's like encouragement. Like if you think, oh, I should find something better, go and get something better. Like if you need the encouragement, this is it. Go get something better. Go get a better family girl yeah. because you're gonna need it. Like you're gonna be happy. Um, I was I was listening to a podcast the other day of a girl that got four rematch in one year. Finally, she's good with a nice family. You can do it. You can make it. You're gonna find Don't one. Be afraid. Like, yes, I think fear is like what wins in this case sometimes. I think but so the, a good point is don't trust person who say, oh, right now you can find a lot of family because mm -hmm. they don't. You can't find it because right now for the pandemic or for different reasons, that's not true. All Especially if it's your host mom, the one saying that you're not going to find a host family. Girl, you're going to find a better woman than that. Like, that lady has no business in your life. Let her go. That's totally <laughs> true. Yes. Yeah. That's what I think all the time. I'm like, it's so sad that these girls are going to see this experience and remember these people. They're not really going to remember the amazing friends that they made or the nice times that they had with these kids because, you know, these people are, Like, I don't know if this is a good word to use in English, but eclipse, like they're totally eclipsing the good times that you should be having and yeah. replacing all of this with like crazy, terrifying memories that you're like, why is this person behaving like this? I'm pretty sure there's different oh, okay. ways to communicate that they can find, not try to make feel their au pair like she's less. They can also have a really good experience is that having an helper in order to understand what is the point of having an helper and be at a hospital. Is it a really, really tiny fine line that you cannot um, just jump? But indeed, when you know what is that line, you can actually have a really good experience for them, for your kids and for for the helper. It is like, it's not like, coming here and is a slavery because you're not a slaver but also I know there is another kind of families which they are good but they can freak out because they have a really bad outburst bad also so yeah, it correct. is a fine line because I met some <laughs> so is, is, is this knowing that not a rematch is bad as long as you're going to be better 
but also because if it's not working for you as a power, also it's not working for the family and both need something better for them, you know? Yeah. So I think something that you, I think something that I would like to know before I get here was actually the expectation of the family mm. to having an outbreak. That's one of the things I ask to my house currently family and we are just so fine, really. They're such an amazing family. I'm very happy with them. I'm sure with them. I do have movie times with them. And like a couple hours ago, he knocked the door and he bring me a coffee and a cookie. And I said like, because it's really nice when you set all these expectations right with them, not only in your mind. So one that I think I would like to know before coming out is the expectations of the family because you can start from that. You say like, okay, this is what you're expecting. This is why am I going to give it to you? And that is going to expect for, from you. So let's make a deal. That works. I made that in my two interviews right before. Mm -hmm. The only thing that didn't work in the first family, I think because when they told me the expectations, they were really grown. Because they said one thing and when I came here, they were acting like another soul. I kind of feel like I was cheated on that trick. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think also personality expectation is very important. And that's something that I didn't really think about before. But like your personality has to match the personality of yeah, your house family right. too. Like if you have a host family, for me is the, the fact that I was like expecting to go out more and eat more outside and, you know, do more things. Even if it's covid I was expecting to do things like that with the family, but like the family is very stay at home. Even the kids, I'm like, go, let's go to a park. They're like, no, I want to stay home. I want to stay home. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm tired of being locked in, especially with you. Like, I want to get out. <laughs> and they're like, no, I don't want to go. And I'm like, oh. So I think expectation, that expectation of personality, the thing that you were saying about dinner, that's an expectation too. Do I expect you to comply with my entire routine at home family wise or when you're off you're off like that's something that the family should also say and and like be yeah. honest also with you like if I have a curfew is that curfew gonna be on my days off too or not yeah. because they didn't tell you that you were gonna have to stay home at 11 p.m during your days off your weekends what party ends at 11 that's the time that they start <laughs> let your old pair have her life like her weekend is her weekend I've, yeah i was very true. happy when i got here because they welcomed me and they were like we're gonna read the rules and i was like Ugh, the rules <laughs> but they were like um your time off is your your time off do whatever you want with it like my previous old pair used to leave friday night and used to come back monday morning when she was gonna work that was me. so that's <laughs> yeah. what we should be you should have your own time <laughs> You should have your own time. You know? If you're going to go and spend it in, well, be aware of COVID moments, right? Like this is not the best advice for this moment. But yeah. when this whole thing is over or prior to this, you were allowed to do whatever you want with your free time. Like it's your time. Enjoy it. If you want to go to a guy's house, go to a guy's house. If you want to hang out with your friends in their house, go with your girlfriends. Like it's, it's not your responsibility how other people feel about actions that you're doing and don't hurt anyone. One thing my host mom told me it was like, go relax. I know being upper is a hard 
job because it's a job and the kids take all your energy. So you need to space. Use space. Yeah, I love how to... time out. One of my favorite things to do is like go on like au pair host moms groups and I kind of stalk what they say about us. <laughs> and I love it because I love to see who is a normal woman and which ones are the crazy host moms because you can read it. You can read it. Yeah. It's so nice to read it. And I love it right now because they're they're really having a hard time finding au pairs. I'm not loving it. I'm sorry. I don't love that you're having a hard find a hard time finding an au pair. I love the comments. <laughs> That's what I love because I go in and they're like, oh my God, I'm trying to find an au pair and they want more money and they want to be able to see their friends and they want to go out and they want to have a boyfriend. And I'm like, girl, like you're not getting, that's the thing. Life. Oh my God, they have a life. Yeah. You're not getting a puppy. We're not going to stay home and move our tails every time you walk in the living room that's not who we are <laughs> your au pair is allowed to have a boyfriend it's incredible the amount of comments that i read where they say they reject the au pair because they want to stay close to the area because they have a boyfriend they what that. like <laughs> she has a boyfriend that means she's gonna be out of the house when she's off and that you know that she's gonna meet one person so she's covid fine what is the issue here why do you think that your au pair is not allowed, allowed to have a boyfriend because there was I remember yeah. this comment and she was like oh my friend my au pair was allowed to hang out with her au pair friends and then we discovered that she was hanging with one random guy and I'm like you're telling me that she was allowed to hang out with a few au pairs but you freaked out no. because she was hanging out with one boy instead yes. I was shocked I just perfectly forgot we are grown-ups also yes yeah you, at 25 you can actually do that <laughs> I mean, not even my mom has a problem with that. Yeah, she it's knows. insane. And I understand COVID makes host parents a little more Difficult. aware, but let's not fool ourselves. There's people here that were crazy even before that. How many of you want to stay here? I am. I want to continue here. Actually, I talk with my host family and I say my plans, and they tell me, you want to continue here? Oh, what? what do you want to do and I say mm, maybe when I finish my program I want to prepare for going in a university so they tell me what university is good for the career I want to um, choice and I think so this is so nice you're gonna stay with them I don't know I think so I don't but know. you want to <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's like the general idea yeah So, Kati, you're saying you've been here like almost three years after yeah. and you're working like a for like a nanny right now. I am a nanny right now and I also work as a waitress in a restaurant. Okay. So I always had two or three jobs. Oh. But I didn't stay with the family. I The day I finished my program, they got the new family, the new offer, and I went on my own. Curious oh. about this. When you say yeah. I just stayed, you just stayed. Like, did you get, like, your visa change and everything? Yes, or did I you did change my status. Yes, I did yeah. change my status to a tourist visa. I is, the, is the agency involved at all? Are they no. like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this or anything? No, no, no. Uh, I mean, they just want to make sure that you go back and you don't stay here illegally, you know. But they don't have the right to ask you what you're doing. Like, they don't have any right to do that. Mm -hmm. Good. I The only 
difficult thing that I have been living is that I just am not able to go back and see my mom. Mm -hmm. But besides that, everything is good. And every time I feel down, I just call my mom and she told me just keep going. Hard work pays off. So that's what's important. At some point, hard work is, is going to pay off. And that's the thing. Like people, a lot of people think it's very easy to just go to a new place and adapt and you can get a good job and you're going to get, it's not that easy. Daniela, how was, um, are you staying? Are you leaving? Well, it's interesting that because I have a lot of plans in Mexico. I have been dealing with this in between so much. I'm still thinking about it. So far, I'm staying the two years, mm -hmm. which I think I like. Uh, I do not believe that I can, um, I want to back in Mexico just for staying. It's more like I, I really want to go travel to around the world. So I think the main thing for me is just finish this year with all the, the things that I have to be through and learn of it. And then um, in order to complete, because I have business in Mexico that I want to settle and, you know, complete so I can practically play for it mm -hmm. and, you know, just have the time to, to travel. That is, is the main thing for me, you know, travel and, and do my business. So, so far um, um, I'm staying here just at the end of the year. And then if the life gives me a chance, as I talk with my host family, I mean, probably I can have a sponsorship. I can stay a lot more time. But the only thing that I don't feel like quite doing is the fact that I cannot back Mexico just to visit. Yeah. So I want to go back Mexico and fix the things in order to, you know, say like, okay, I'm going to get a visa uh, that it allows me to go inside the country every time I want. Because it's not like I'm going to, stay here and live here the whole my life so I don't mm -hmm. want to risk that part I want to be able to come to the U.S. as a tourist every time I want but I do not see my life I do not see me living in U.S. the whole life probably I actually am thinking more I'm doing something in Europe that's mm -hmm. so here's like a one step in that path that I have lead. I feel I feel like America was definitely an experience for me for me it's an experience sometimes it's so crazy that I'm like oh my god what am I doing here like especially coming here during COVID during election time this is a joke like it's not happening sometimes things are going so crazy and at the same time I don't know living the living is very different from local from our culture too so um even though I love it I love New York City like sometimes I want to cry because I'm like how am I gonna not live in New York City but it's like how is it not gonna be close to me how am I not gonna be there but at the That's same true. time all the time I find myself thinking of plans and things I want to do back home and things that I want and stuff like in my subconscious I know I'm going back and it's funny because when I was coming here everyone was like but are you ever gonna go are you gonna come back for reals and I'm like I don't know I was very playful about it because I really didn't know coming here helped me find out that I want to go back that I love my country above everything and that I really want to go back not right now because I'm good you know I'm I'm down for two years and what you say maybe even it 
an extension of visa or I, I've been thinking about, I think you can extend your visa for six months for tourists and then six more months. I've been thinking about that too, but I'll definitely be going back home one day. It's because when you are open to the, the you know, um, you said that you believe in the law, uh, the, law, the law of attraction and I do so. And I think that is more And the, and, the, and, the, and the important thing, the main thing that you go through every experience that you have in your life, it is because that experience, it is for something to you to learn and go through to in order to grow, in order to get more enlightened, if you want to say that word, you know. And so when you when you are aware that the life is going to lead you in somewhere, even you have plans, you can say, okay, this is not my plans. That's what I want now. But If at the end of the year, it turns out that, he, that the things are, are going different and that's how, mm, that's what it pretends, uh, presents in front of me. And it is an opportunity, opportunity that I can take, probably I can use it also because it means that I have something to learn over there too. So yeah. that's where gratitude, you, that's where gratitude exactly. comes in because if you're grateful for what you're getting, you're not going to be focused on, oh my God, it didn't go the way I wanted. It's so bad. I'm miserable. I'm never going to make it. You're thinking, oh, it didn't work, but now I have this and I can do this with whatever I got instead. Yes. So I, basically is that, and it is really interesting because you said like, sometimes I catch myself like thinking, oh, when I go back to my country and I do so, You know, and probably all of us is just like, oh, when I go back, oh, you know, when I go back over there, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and that. And then you say like, oh, you're staying here. And then, oh, when I'm doing here, oh, the next year I'm going to go to travel there. And so you, 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 you find yourself in the middle of the path when you are making plans for over there, but also you're making plans over here. So it's like you're open the way to say it. Whatever it comes, it's going to be good for me. It's yeah. still. When you yeah. travel so much, the world becomes your home you become your home yes that's a thing you become your I, home that's true i'm i'm, I'm doing a, right. a channel now on youtube and i i, I want to be that part of main thing you know travel so that's why am i doing now yeah I just want to be travel it's been hard yeah. covid has been hard on the traveling part but like i told you i got here during covid so it's been nothing And that's what's I, I feel that's why I told you that I, I'm stalking um, host families on Facebook and stuff because I want to know what they're thinking. And I found a comment of a host parent. So realistic. This is like the most down to earth host parent that I've read so far. And they were talking about getting out and they were like, this is a double end experience. And we're going to be out of this until we can actually fulfill or share of this contract that is making my au pair have a good cultural experience. And that's something that they're not understanding. They're not, they're not meeting their end of the bargain here, even if it's something that they cannot control. You know what I mean? Like COVID is not something the host families are guilty yeah. for. So of course we're not going to be mad because we cannot go out or do this or do that and see friends. But you have to find a way to compensate the struggle that your au pair is living right now. Yeah, because totally. if you pretend that and your au pair is going to work the 45 hours a week and he's not going to see other au pair friends and he's going to stay home and he's going to have a curfew, what are you doing for that au pair to be better? And instead of those things, what are you giving that au pair? 
to feel comfortable and happy and not depressed and not anxious because being locked down is it's been hard for everyone but like you're not in your house you're not with your family you wake up and you go downstairs and you're working at this point i have to apologize because this is when my computer died in the middle of the Zoom meeting when I was talking with the girls. You're probably listening to the second episode because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to split them. We spoke for four hours when I was doing this and it was so much fun. We had so many things to say and I'm very grateful and very happy that I get to share all of this with you guys. Um, let's keep listening. I'm sorry if there's like audio issues because, you know, I was trying to get my computer back on track to keep the conversation going. Where do you think you're going to be in five years? So Where we're going to have like around 30, right? Oh my God. I'm going to be, oh, why, why, why are you insulting me like this? Like I was just making a casual question. Oh, yeah, in no, five years, I'm going to be 31 going on 32. Voy a ser bonita, coqueta y próspera. Yes. Okay, let's see. Well, I think about in five years, what do I feel like? Probably, I feel like I'm going to be in Rome. Mm, I want to be nice. in Rome in five years. I want to be in Rome taking a vacation, you know, probably with my friends or whatever. I don't know if I had a couple in them. So, <laughs> but yeah, I can picture myself in Rome. Just traveling. having a good time. Yeah, traveling is, is the main thing for me. Travel. Yeah. In five years, maybe finish my career. You want to be done with college? Yeah. In five years. That's, that's a nice goal. I hope in five years you're done with college or like doing masters and like big stuff that is very cool five years is crazy now that you ask how old we're gonna be I'm like I'm gonna be 32 31 32 I do want to have a very mature life in five years I want to have my own place and mm. a stable job that lets me you know enjoy my life I want to work For living and not just living for work. Yeah, that's a really fine line. Yeah, right now it feels like that. I think when when the video cut up, we talk about that. That it is really difficult, you know, because since you're living in your work, it becomes like your life is your work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 don't have anything else but this now. And it's funny because when you live with your parents and you come here. As an au pair, there's an expectation of more freedom, more independence. Ooh, you're going to do whatever you want. And like, for me, it is it is real. And like the aspects of like, there is no one asking me to do the dishes or no one asking me to take the trash out and like little stuff like that. It's, it's still a little more like you still get a little freedom, but not as much as you actually need when you are 25, 26. I have... I have another question, and this one is like the real question. How is your love life? But right now it's difficult, no? Because this is a new reality. 
meet people too in scenes or in video calls. I deleted everything. So now I only have Bumble. I downloaded it the other day. I created a profile again. And now all of the guys are like, video call. Like, don't swipe left if you're not okay with doing a video call or a meetup. And I'm like, first of all, I'm on COVID. Second of all, I don't want you to tell me what I need to do or not do. I'll swipe left if I want to. And the other thing is, how is it that now I have to video call you like an interview to see if I'm good enough to go on a date with you? Like, it makes no sense. I'm just not interested right now. It's so hard. I have an like, interesting story because I have a crush. And I don't know. I think so. I it's not difficult because... I don't with... even have cute people around me. <laughs> it was... It was crazy because I met him on Tinder when I was in, in Colombia. And I talked with him like almost one year and a half. So, yeah, but he lived in Atlanta. So, ah, it's difficult because with the old family, I couldn't go. And right now, for the pandemic, either I can go, I can't go. So you're just going to rematch and go to Atlanta? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, I don't live with this family. This family is amazing. And right now, it's so crazy because we moved to California in a few weeks. Oh, so you're packing. My family is also moving. We're not going anywhere far. We're just moving houses because they wanted a bigger one. But like, I'm a little scared. They're going to go on vacation. And when they come back, we're like moving to a new house. So I'm like, um, how is this going to work? I know. I am excited. I am excited because my whole family told me, oh, in California, uh, I don't know. It's so beautiful. You have to be um, go outside, meet a whole lot of people. I know it's difficult with COVID, but I don't want to see it in the house. Go get uh, friends. Go uh, meet so many people. So it's exciting, and I don't like a lot the cold days. So mm. yeah, <laughs> you're lucky. Like I'm done with the cold because, like, at least if it's warm outside, you can go and do a picnic, you know, and just hang yeah. out. I actually like it. It's very beautiful when it snows. And um, it's just hard when it's very cold and you cannot even go for a walk because you feel like your bones are going to break. It's hard. It's going to snow soon. One of my friends went to Miami. She just did a rematch. And I saw her pictures in the beach. And I hate her right now. (laughs) And and I'm like, "Should should I do my extension in Miami? Not, no, I don't think I will do well. I don't know. I like Miami. I like why no. The thing is that like- <sighs> there is no restrictions right now in Miami. I don't know what is going on there, but like I saw some of her videos and she was like buying a drink, and there's like all these people not wearing masks walking around. And I'm like, I kind of want to leave like that again, but at the same time, I feel like it's gonna give me so much anxiety when I can't go back that mm-hmm. I'm going to avoid crowded places like that. But I, I do want to feel like I have the liberty of going to eat somewhere with like somewhere. one or two friends. You should try, you know, I mean, if you're going break with this family, just try another experience in another country since this is your first year. 
it is a really good idea because you can just try different things you know yeah I was living in California and now I'm very glad to live in the cold I never see the snow before yeah. it is really nice I'm it's beautiful it. it's just... but you know it's changed all these tips because if you just stick in the, in the place you are the sense of the program is just you know traveling knowing another places to go so probably you can give you a chance to the try other day to- I posted on a on a you know like an alper rematch and extension group that I was looking for my second year family and I said that I wanted older kids and this woman mm. comments oh you shouldn't say this because it just makes us feel like you don't really want to work that much oh. and I'm like girl have you ever had a teenager because Still like my tickle. experience previous to our program um, I'm a girl scout leader so I have a 15 girls group of girls 10 to 15 years old They are a lot of work. And I used to see them for four hours, five hours during like a weekend, one day. And I was like exhausted by the end. So I'm like, what makes you think that a younger or older kid is better experienced than the other one? It's still taking care of a kid that is not even yours. Yeah, that's right. So I had to say something and some parents were like, yeah, you're right. Like, and because I, I said it with frustration, I'm like, it's so frustrating that you get in here and you're like, oh, I want an au pair that is over 21. I want an au pair that speaks this language. I want an au pair that does this, does that. But in the moment that I say that I want something specific from the kids that I'm going to take care, they're like, what? How dare you? How yeah. dare you? My, my kid doesn't fit the description of the perfect kid you want. How dare you? If you look at this. Obviously, the podcast people are not going to be able to see anything. But like, if you look at that in the background, that whole corner is my corner <laughs> of toys. I love it. I love bringing the baby upstairs. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But like, like really, I'm sitting down on the floor like this the whole time, like playing with her, like, you know, like babies need to play. And like, I'm done. Like, I've had a good year. It's been fun. But the fact mm-hmm. that I want an older kid doesn't mean that I had a terrible year. It just means that I want to expand my experience. You know, people think that you have to be stuck the two years with the same family. Otherwise it was terrible. I'm like, no, even rematch. The fact that you rematch doesn't mean that the whole time was terrible. It's just that you're done with it. You know, the fact that the, 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 this is hot mom saying like, okay, that shows uh, that you don't want to work that much. Indeed, what is the reason and the principal reason they are looking for an helper? Because they don't even want to work that much with their own kids. Yeah. That's so truth. sad. That's, that's that what I think totally too. When truth. I see that they're like, oh, really I need sad. an au pair that plays and does this. Like, it's unacceptable if the au pair doesn't spend time with my kids. And I'm like, are you spending time Do with your ex- kids? Don't get me that's wrong. True. My host family is not like that at all. At all. I just <laughs> talk a lot of shit. Like, don't get me wrong. My yeah. family is amazing. <laughs> like, they, they really give me a lot of freedom. I just want a different experience for my second year. <laughs> I don't hate my host family. It is totally valid. It is a totally valid. I mean, sometimes I wonder too, like, what am I going to in somewhere else? But I'm doing great so far with them. It's more like I just have hormones here. So I'm not thinking to change the experience yet, mm-hmm. but I'm open to do it in time. But if I feel like, you know. Have you messed up like really bad? They're firing me. Like my bags are going to be outside tonight. Mm-hmm. I had one. Like I've had a couple. I have more than a couple. The thing is that um, to me, like the worst one, the one that I thought it was going to be like, oh my God, they're, they're really going to kill me. I hit the car. 
I totally broke one of the, the side mirror of the drivers. What saved me is that I, I hit the car at home. I was just backing up the car and I see the trash cans and I'm like, oh, there's enough space for the trash can and the car. So I'm never going to hit the wall, you know, it's the wall, the trash can in the middle and the car. I'm backing up and I hear like, I hear this huge boom. I stop the car and I see my rear view mirror totally hanging from the plastic that holds the mirror. Oh, and it's broken. I just moved so fast without thinking. If I thought about it, I could have probably like fixed it a little better than I did. But I just took the mirror, shove it in again. And I was like, if this doesn't stay in here, I'm going to cry after it. I remember I just... I put in the mirror and I closed the car and I just ran in my room. There was no one home. So I just ran in my room and I texted my mom and I'm like, I hit the freaking car. And she was like, what? Send me a picture. I don't have a picture. <laughs> I had to go back in the car to take the pictures and everything and to make sure that the light was still working and all of that, because I, I was so scared that I just wanted to be away from the car in that moment. But the thing is that there was like the electricity box in the wall. And it wasn't the same height that the rear view mirror. The other car they have, that is the one that I usually drive, is way lower. So it would never hit it. That's why I thought it was fine. But it wasn't. So I was so scared. You know, when I told them, I texted my host mom. It was a very hard moment. I was like, hey, I'm very sorry. I, I hit the car. I hit the car at home. But because of what I tell you, like I spent my whole day on my own in my room. So when I came back home, I went in my room and I never came back. And I was like, oh, my God, it's almost dinner time. And I really want to have dinner. <laughs> but I don't want them. I don't want them to look at me like, oh, my God, you destroyed my car. I hate you. The worst part is that this is the host dad's car. Okay, I usually drive the host mom's. Oh, no. So I was and that was like in the, in the maybe the month number five or four. So it was cool, but it wasn't like, you know, like we weren't best friends. So I was like, oh my God, this man is going to kill me. Like he probably hates me. And I was having dinner and he turns around and he's like, so Valerie, the house moved on you today, right? Wait, what? And then I got it and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go and put myself in the corner. But <laughs> at the end, it was fine. Something similar happened to me the last year. I bumped the car with the um, uh, the garage door the door to the oh, garage the door yeah i bump on the top because it was so funny because that time was like december so it's winter time so i have to open in the middle the door and turn on the car and they start to get warm and go for the kids and do a lot of stuff and i don't know what happened the moment start to fight with the kids so we are late and I say okay okay let's go let's go let's go let's go and I don't know I thought oh my god no we are late we are going too late to to a school for them and I don't see the mirror on the top only mm -hmm. I saw the camera who looking down and I do that so fast go in the back and I bump my car all the top in my car my host mom was looking everything and when watching. I listened that bump and I see her face was oh my god I am done here I go back home and I'm like well it was such a nice experience 
I hope you had fun with me. I'm going yeah. back home. Yeah. I think I do not have that kind of stories because since nobody let me drive here and in Mexico, oh, I never did okay. it. I mean, I never crash anything. I, I would be very careful. But I do break a lot of things. Oh, yeah. I'm a break person all the time. I break I'm, stuff. I'm clumsy. I'm clumsy and too. I, I am the alarm guy. <laughs> one day, one time I went out and um, my house family uh, put the alarm. So it was a, a kind of wicked and I went to buy some stuff. And so the alarm was on. I, I totally forgot. <laughs> so I went inside the house, like, ah, la, 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 open the door. And, and, and the alarm was like off, on, like, rain, 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 rain. And I was like, oh no, oh no, I turned on the alarm. I turned on the alarm. And I couldn't reach my house family. They did not text me. So the police come. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was so embarrassing. And they were like, what are you trying to do? And I'm like, well, I totally forgot there was alarm on. You're like, so I, I swear live. I live here. No, the police, the police call them. And they was like, hey, you know what this is happening? And it's like, yeah, but it's our offer. And she's making this. <laughs> and then my host kid get home and he's like, Daniela, why did you call the police? <laughs> it was like quite funny it was a really funny position just like i'm sorry you know five years old kind of like why you call the police i had like a scary moment to the cop because i was driving in in a highway and when i see my mirror i see one cop so close to my car in the back and i say oh my god no oh my god no i thought they were gonna stop you yeah (laughs) But it was like uh, like 10 minutes behind me and I say oh my god what are you doing he don't have the light uh, I'm <laughs> right now you're like should I stop shouldn't I that yeah. happened to me one day but I was really scared because I was real I was doing something wrong like I knew I knew I messed up <laughs> I knew I deserved to be stopped by the police in the moment so I couldn't complain about it but I was driving I had the phone in the phone holder and I was doing a video call with one of my friends on Instagram and we were talking and talking. So I'm on this red light to turn left. You know, there is like two lanes on the right, two lanes on the left and one in the mirror where you can turn. So I'm in the middle one to turn left and I don't see that there is anyone behind me. So I'm just talking with my friend. All cool. And then I hear the honk and it's a fucking (gasps) patrol behind me. And I'm like, I just looked at my friend and I'm like, hey hang up right now I need to hang up right now and she like she knows she's a good friend like if you ever get instructions from your friend like that follow them don't ask like what what is going on do it just do it so this girl I'm like just hang up she hangs up and I turn left I'm like well now I'm they want me to stop I guess and I turn left in the red light because it was a red light you know and I turn left and I I was gonna park and they drive through me so they just wanted to go faster and okay. skip the red light they <sighs> made me break the law because they wanted to go faster because you cannot turn left on a red light like that's that's yeah. not okay anywhere and i parked my heart was going super fast because you know that's <laughs> a, that's a real ticket if not you have to go you know and see the judge and and explain yourself what am i gonna say like i'm a millennial <laughs> i love video chat <laughs> sorry like I could I had 
I had no explanation for myself. Do you have any good quotes you like? Yeah, you want, I have one in one of my pictures and it's actually both treat talk about the same thing. Uh, one is as, um, in Espanol. La zona de confort es la sala de espera para irse a la chingada. Okay. <laughs> I love it. And the other one is la vida de primera clase empieza donde termina tu zona de confort. Sorry, I don't know how to translate that. One that one is powerful. I don't know. I thought it was going to be a little more of a Spanglish, but like everyone has an amazing English here, so I can understand everyone perfectly. It was amazing. So I tried to work in that every day. Like my English is actually really good. And I can't understand what other people say and I can handle it to how talk with other people. I don't like when people criticize someone else's skill to speak a different language because I'm like, how many languages do you speak? How are you criticizing someone's learning process? Because everyone's is different. Like everyone learns at a different age. Everyone learns in a different environment. It's very simple. Just don't be a jerk. Don't criticize other people. And like, if there's something to correct, you can do it, you know, in a nice, respectful way. Uh, but like, there's no need. I feel like everyone's learning is different and it's very cool. I actually like it when you can see everyone like improving. Yeah, that's what I that's... love about the au pair experience because there's so many of us learning stuff. It's a fun journey to do together. I actually, I'm interested in having Latino friends. Like it's fine, you know, like you have friends from everywhere, but like um, there is like a thing Like you, you want to be able to speak your own language. You want to be able to listen to the same music and enjoy it. And <laughs> instead of having somebody waiting, like, oh, can we play the music now? Like, I'm, I'm missing that. I haven't tried to find like a click of Latin girls, but like, I feel yeah. like I need it now. I want to speak in Spanish a little more. Being immersed in something ling in, in another language is really nice. I really feel good here because you know my husband's family, my mom, my husband's mom is from Panama. Uh -huh. So she speaks Spanish. She speaks a really nice English. And my husband's dad is from uh, Germany. So he speaks German. He speaks mm -hmm. Spanish. He, he speaks uh, French. So I'm learning a lot. You know, I'm yeah. talking with them in English, but also I'm talking with them in Spanish. Sometimes, and with my host kid, I talk with her all the time in Spanish. Okay. And so it's, it's like, you know, I feel good because I'm improving all the things I have, like when I want to talk in Spanish and I'm doing Spanglish all the time with them. It's just like, oh, si, sí, me puedes pasar la, el micro, el microwave? And then I said like something in English and then I turn it in Spanish. It is really fun and it's really tasty, you know, like have it in your mouth all, every once in a while. Do you guys ever go to the city? Uh, yeah, I did just I went once. Yesterday. You and yesterday? I yeah. love being there. I mean, I'm trying to, you know, get a little freelance with that, but I'm also struggling myself with the fact I'm going out. I don't know. It's been very difficult for me then. As I say in the beginning, I mean, I'm trying, but I don't know how is it doing. You know, I when I was in the, in the first family, I was living in a bubble because of, of this all safe environment. So I am now struggling you know like taking that of my mind and being like brave to go out with not getting anxiety to get sick or fix something and most because I want to take care of 
them also i don't yeah. want to yeah so sometimes to. i think about it too and that is the reason why in the end i didn't go to the restaurant to do the podcast i would love it of course because you know one-on-one yeah. -on -one and having you next to me like it's so different and it's so much cooler and the laugh is different and everything is different but like at the same time i was thinking well not all of them can come and it's actually putting ourselves at risk without like without a real reason you know yeah we have this tool and it's fine but like it would be amazing to do it live that's right and that is that is why that's it, a concern that's why it's that's why it gives you so much anxiety because yeah, i don't know if you know this but i i didn't think about it like after you get covid you're gonna be very tired and you can't have sex your lungs don't work <laughs> It's hard to have sex. I mean, I saw it on an au pair group. Then she was like, oh my God, like I had sex again and it's so hard. I felt like I was dying. I don't have air. I had to stop. I, like, can you imagine like having a lung attack every time you have sex just because you got COVID? No. 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 Hopefully one day we'll be able to have a normal life again where we can go out and have fun. Also, like, But so far. I'm very honest, you know, I'm like, I tell them like, hey, I'm gonna meet this person like they know. And I feel like it's fine. Right now, because of COVID, it's okay to tell them who you're gonna hang out with. Hey, I'm gonna hang out with this person. I'm going to this place. I'm not like, Oh, can I go please? I really want to go here. Like, because I know that my time is my time. But at the same time, I try to make them feel safe. Comfortable. Yeah. comfortable you know like yeah because you're you 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 show them that you're being responsible that you're being an adult because mm -hmm. it's not like you're giving explanation of yourself you are being given awareness of what are you doing in order to feel like okay visualize yourself what is the kind of relationship you want to have with your host parents and for me it was never like i want to be hiding i want to be blocking them i want to be and it's so done no yeah. because you have like a double life yes, yeah it's so hard it's like... sometimes they have shut me down and they have been like even with the kids I told them one day that I wanted to take them to the zoo and they were like we don't feel comfortable yet for them to go to the zoo and it was fine you know sometimes you get it sometimes you don't yeah that's true that's already true okay guys okay. I want to I want to thank you for spending so much time with me for everyone who yeah. doesn't know everyone who's listening this girl's just spent three hours and a half talking to me <laughs> about their life experience but it was very cool i thank you so much from my heart and thank you for your words of support believing in someone else's project is very hard so i really feel thankful for your time and for the fact that you spend it with me and we're able to respond and open your heart i like it so much i feel like we need to repeat this i feel like it's so cool when you just unload i really want this to become like a place where people can unload and talk without feeling somebody's listening judging and waiting for the first minute to attack it's like totally the opposite and i loved how it turned out so i really want to thank you well thank you thank for you having too. us here yeah. Martis, it was really nice to talk with you i would love to and do to meet up. all of us you guys yeah the one there's stay so the much. one that already left but it was nice all of you Thank you so much, guys, for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I love these girls and the experience was amazing. Um, I would like to thank everyone who joined me today. And I will also 
ask you to follow me on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Snapchat, everywhere. You can find me at Blandon, and you will be able to help me create content. I will be asking questions and maybe you will even become a guest. I don't know. Pura Vida from this Costa Rican girl. I love you guys. Bye bye. See you next week.